three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Dix Fix. I'm Carter, and with me is Mr. Dick. <laughs> we took a few months off, but we're back. Back for the Christmas we're season, back. and back with another Dix Pick. Uh, yes. Another comedy, though. The last one we did actually was To Be or Not To Be, which was a Carter's pick. This is a very different kind of comedy from Genre 70 years comedy, later. Yeah. Uh, we are doing the final installment of the iconic Harold and Kumar trilogy, the Harold and Kumar saga, some might say. Final for now. <laughs> you know, fourth one. Yeah, it might be like coming. might be like Rush Hour 4, where we've got another one coming in imminently. Uh, it is, or Avatar 2. Or Avatar 4. Uh, it is <laughs> 2011's A Very Harold and Kumar Christmas. I thought in 3D was part of the title, but apparently it isn't official. It was previously titled a very, very 3D Kumar 3D Christmas. Yeah, or yeah. a very 3D a Harold very, Christmas. No, it's a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. It's a 3D Christmas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it is. It uh-huh. is directed by Todd Strauss Scholson. Ever heard of him? Nope. No reason why you should. This is his debut movie. His other two movies are The Final Girls. Ever heard of that? uh nope 2015 and isn't it romantic from 2019 nope oh <laughs> no wait that's uh i'm looking it up that's with rebel wilson is that where she's like she becomes a teenager again she's in a coma or something no i think that's from more recently it might be another netflix movie though you might not uh be mistaken yeah, it does have rebel wilson actually it's, it's... i have seen the final girls Oh really? <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm it was. Her. Uh, it was. It was like. It was a little meta, you know. This movie's kind of meta. Spoil it for you. You can spoil away. There are no spoilers for academics. Yeah, the final girl is like she realizes she's in the movie and she's a virgin and stuff. So she's like, I can't die. And then she survives, and then she wakes up in a coma, and then it's like Final Girls two. It's like the sequel to a lady slash. So it's a bit thing. like Cabin in the Woods, meta horror yeah. comedy. Not a, not as good as not quite Cabin as well done. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. Isn't it romantic? Is also Fun, meta. It's a, uh, it's one where Rebel Wilson wakes up from a coma and everything around her is a romantic comedy. So this guy is very into Does the. She meta. wake up from coma in all of her movies. She, because I think she, the Netflix show, she woke up in a coma and she was. It might, like, might not involve a coma in this one. Maybe it's just maybe some other pseudo scientific element changes. Didn't, didn't that uh, that disgraced blonde Amy Schumer have like a show where she knocks herself on the head? Everything's a song. Well, there's the one. There's the one with uh, um, Sandra Bullock where the man gets in the coma while you were sleeping. Oh, while you were sleeping. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> the coma, the coma bit is a tried and true method for narrative. Yeah. Uh, the writers. So, you ever this movie. known anyone who is in an actual coma? I, I couldn't say I have. Me um, neither. Written by John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg, uh, who previously wrote Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Harold and Kumar Go to oh. Guantanamo Bay. Don't would, say. Would proceed to write American Reunion. And also created Cobra Kai, so uh, a pretty Cobra illustrious pretty career, fun. honestly, from uh, from these writers. I'm sure they have a very yeah. nice home in the Hollywood Hills. Um, yeah, <laughs> starring they, they do. John Cho, John Cho as Harold, John Cho, Hal Penn as Kumar, as always, and Neil Patrick Harris, who I think is obliged to appear in every Harold and Kumar picture. Uh, but, yeah, he but, but previously was gunned down outside of a Texas whorehouse. Yeah, Harold and Kumar, Kumar, Kumar escape from Guantanamo. Guantanamo Bay is the the best. It's the Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy. You know, it really it's the it magnum opus of the of the Harold yeah, and Kumar saga. So. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think this it's one like Dante's fine. Inferno no. compared to the Paradise. Uh huh. <laughs> literary references okay uh-huh. uh this one i think the funniest bit was probably the ava the the baby do you like the drug baby i liked the drug baby they had superpowers 
<laughs> you know, the other bits, the claymation, the kind of like Sin City vibey things. Yeah, I like the drug baby. Yeah. Well, that, for me, it reminded me of train spotting. That's when you have the baby turn its head around. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. that's a one time <laughs> movie I've seen. I have not seen that multiple times. It's I not seen, like... This is the second time I've seen this movie, too. Oh, yeah. All right. I think the only other time was when we saw it together. When I visited JMU. Did we see it together? Is that right? Because I, I, I remember, think so. I think I saw it in theaters, but I couldn't remember like yeah. where or who with. But how about that? Yeah. We saw it at the Regal Cinemas in Harrisonburg. You guys introduced me to the McGangbang that weekend, which was a $1 chicken sandwich, a $1 McDonald's burger, and then $1 uh, chicken sandwich smashed together. Yep. It was disgusting. <laughs> well, it's, it's actually less calories. Times, there's less buns. Um, different times, different metabolisms. This is this is true. I was surprised actually, but high by high, by how high the Rotten Tomato score is for this movie. Sixty eight percent. I expected it to be pretty good. Under forty, to be honest. Um, I think uh, it it's like pretty brief, pretty succinct. You know, when it's what you want from a Harold Kumar picture. Exactly. It, kn- it knows yeah. its audience. It knows what it is. Um, exactly. Released November fifth, twenty eleven. I couldn't find too many interesting historical tidbits that would have happened that day. Um, Al Saad won the African Champions League that day. Okay. Egyptian club. The, the largest earth. <laughs> the largest earthquake in the history of Oklahoma hit the, okay. the next day. 20, 21 miles from Shawnee, Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma have fault lines? That's wild. The Barnes & Noble Nook came out two days later. R.I.P. It, it entered, no it entered the digital book sale market. Um, not, not Honestly, not too much. It seems November 2011 was not necessarily the most eventful time. Um, maybe I completely missed something, though. <laughs> um. What do you think the budget was for this? It was shot in 3D, so keep that in mind. Um, $65 million. <laughs> You think the budget? Yeah. $19 million. $19 million, Even with all this super technology? I mean, it, it's you can see sort of where they cut quarters with some of the costs. I mean... Uh, and it, you know, it's they probably didn't shoot it all in 3D. That's why it probably didn't necessarily look great in 3D. And uh, there aren't too many special effects shots. There's the sort of claymation section. Um, Man, maybe the actors didn't work for a lot to allow it to be shot in 3D. But yeah, <laughs> box office. Think, what do you think 19... the box office was? Wow. You think it was success? Yeah, I think you said it's a 68 Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's uh, probably doubled its whatever i think it, it got, made it got close million. it made 36 million oh shoot like i was saying before we started recording i think that the the 3d and the price increase and the gimmicky part of it it didn't help it i think it would have been more yeah, successful but, with a like lower said, budget this, this 3d wasn't like all-encompassing it was like the eggs or the beer ball or the smoke <laughs> ring so it was like it was like your regular 3D at a King's Dominion ride. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't like Jackass 3D or Gravity. Yeah. <laughs> like Gravity that. was in 3D too. Gravity might be the best 3D movie I've ever seen. Uh, it was uh we see Avatar tomorrow. Well, yeah. Now yeah. we're in the day of the, the the 3D Renaissance. Um Yeah. So this is only the second time you've seen this. You haven't seen it since it came out eleven years ago. No, I'm not really a holiday movie guy. Really? I mean, but this I isn't really to, a holiday movie. I mean, it is. It's all about the tree. <laughs> it's and, sort of like you know, an alternative family. one, though. It's not exactly. It's a wonderful life. You know, reconnecting with long-lost friends and all that stuff. So it's very, you know, seasonal. Over-seasonal and, drug you know. use and violence. Yeah. <laughs> they do so many activities for Christmas Eve. Like a lot of things are open. 
I'm surprised yeah. the White Castle's open, the Christmas tree store's open. <laughs> well, like at, late like, too. 10 p.m. Yeah. I guess this is New York City. I don't know. But that definitely would not fly in where we are. Yeah, it's I mean it also like the family gets their new uh, Christmas Eve. There's some things you're like, uh, wouldn't it be a bit more stretched out than this? But you know. <laughs> yeah. They're trying. Wow. Um, Where do you think her family's coming in from with an RV with 20 people? Probably South Central Los Angeles or around there. San Jose. That's a long drive. <laughs> yeah, that's all that Maybe Texas. Also, I, are we supposed to remember who Maria is? Because I well, she wasn't in Guantanamo her. Bay, I don't think. Was she in the first movie? Mm-hmm. She's the the uh, neighbor who Harold like sees in the elevator. And oh, never has the courage to talk to until like the the very end. Because <laughs> I rem- just remember that. Coom- <laughs> no, yeah, I, now I do because I do remember Kumar's girlfriend from Guantanamo Bay. I think. Well, she's the one who's with like the Bush White House aide or whatever. Yeah. Yes, the douchey. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I totally blanked on Maria. <laughs> well, glad she's back. They're all back. She, all of them, NPH. It was great. Well, we will get. Let's let's dig into the plot here for Harold and Kumar okay. escape from no Harold and Kumar Christmas. A very Harold and Kumar three D Christmas. Um, it's seven years apparently after escaping from Guantanamo Bay detention camp. Two years. Totally reintegrated. No no issues after escaping from Guantanamo. I no. think W gave him a pardon, so they got their fine. He did. They 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 had a nice smoking session with W at his ranch in Texas. Um, yep. Two years after they've last spoken, former best friends and former roommates, Harold Lee and Kumar Patel, have gone their separate ways. Kumar oh. is poor and still lives in a messy apartment. The very apartment that they shared in the first picture. I guess somewhere in New Jersey. But when they did the exterior shot, it looked like he was in like Queens. So I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, don't know, know if they got that right. It all looks like hell. Yeah. Um, he got kicked out of medical school for failing a drug test. Typical Kumar. Uh, mm-hmm. Now basically just watches cable television and laughs at commercials all day. Yeah. Infomercials and get that. And Vanessa has left him because she has a box of stuff there. Yes, and he the the indication is he is not shaven. He is not clean since he was dumped. So he's he's in a very bad place. Um, very bad. But Vanessa comes back and informs Kumar that she is pregnant. Well, Kumar, <laughs> Kumar reacts. And one would say a very immature manner. Well, he's super high and not a very mature manner. You're very mature. <laughs> no. He's too busy watching Christmas story to focus on the yes. life events at hand. It's the scene where the kid has his tongue stuck to the pole, which will come back uh, mm-hmm. around again as the motion picture progresses. Um, Harold, meanwhile, has given up smoking, as Wikipedia says, cannabis. Uh, become a successful businessman on Wall Street and married his Latina girlfriend, Maria. After being attacked by protesters chucking eggs, Harold is picked up from work by his new best friend, Todd. The protesters proceed to attack the car and assault it with various excrement, bodily fluids, etc. Yeah, they they throw shit on it. Uh, It sucks to be a banker back then, you know? Probably I guess is this an Occupy Wall Street moment? Oh, Was, maybe he does say like Bobby Lee when he's uh selling some like three D TV uh like commercial stuff for Sharp. Uh, he's just like, you know, they don't have jobs; they're upset. Blah blah blah. So maybe Harold at least has Wall a heart. Street. Who knows? He has a heart. Yeah. His assistant does not. Though. He's, he's not, very mean. Yeah. <laughs> But he sacrifices um, himself for the greed. <laughs> for his bonus. Um, Maria's father and Harold's father-in-law, Mr. Perez, 
played by the great Danny Trejo. The great Danny, Danny Trejo, Trejo of Heat, yeah. of From Dusk Till Dawn, of all kinds of great shit. Um, decides to stay at Harold Marie's house for Christmas. Machete. <laughs> uh, he brings the whole Perez familia in an RV, including a cousin who is broken out of prison. Another cousin who is fucked up eyes. <laughs> Which I thought was the biggest <laughs> line for the movie. Where he you did? Yeah, he like said something like, where is that? And the kid's like, oh, I'm supposed to know my eyes are all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, easy joke, but for me it landed successfully. <laughs> uh, uh, where was I? Uh, Mr. He's, Perez. He's, he, Mr. Perez is really into, he, he's upset that Harold has a fake Christmas tree. Yeah, he loves because... Love Navidad. <laughs> He and he Christmas. grows his own Christmas trees. A he grows fur. his furs for seven years, and he and he cuts it down, and then he brings it wherever he is. He grew up without having Christmas, and he really and his mother it. was murdered I think... by Korean gangsters in Medellin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or was yeah. that New York so City? He's a little... <laughs> yeah, he's a little. Uh... So maybe he's coming from New Jersey or something. Maybe he's a little uh, skeptical of Koreans, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, Andrea has this feeling as well. I guess she doesn't like the fake trees. Really? I guess, you know, and I think she, along with TikTok, say that they are worse from the, for the environment than growing a tree and cutting it down because they, I guess, Well, growing a tree and cutting it down, a Christmas tree has no threat to the environment, but it does have threat yeah. to your household because it can burn down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, both of them can. At least there's no, like bph vapors or whatever for the real one yeah and also they shed like crazy and it's about sustainability and you can get like maple podcast about you can get your hands sticky get your hands sticky oh yeah that's my least favorite thing about it sticky hands we always go and get the get a charlie brown little one oh yeah just trying to get them smaller and smaller (laughs) every time the fewer amount of branches the better yeah yep and uh, the less space it takes up. Kumar receives a package with Harold's name on it at his uh-huh. apartment and decides to deliver it to Harold in person. With his uh, new friend who sucks. I yeah, he's played by friend. Amir from Jake and Amir. I think his name is Adrian in it. Guy. I do not know Jake and Amir. I hate this guy. I am glad that I have not seen him anywhere else. He's the worst. What is Jake and Amir? It's a, it was like a college humor sketch thing. Like a Yuck. college humor key and peel, basically. Yuck. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Uh, they go to the house. They they meet. Harold offers some eggnog. Brings him in. Tomorrow's like, hey, Talks about sconces. What, <laughs> I don't, do you I know, don't know what, what that is? No, I, don't. I don't know what it is either. It I'm not be. that much of a grown up. No. <laughs> Well, I think Harold is like a particular kind of person. Yeah, I was thinking maybe is it the little knob on a staircase? Is that a sconce? I don't know. But anyway, they discover that the item to be a very large joint. Like massive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, I forgot to open. The movie opens up with uh, Kumar buying weed from Santa. Patton Oswalt. (laughs) Patton Oswalt, yeah. Um, but then it, I don't know. I felt like it really was very weed heavy at the beginning, and then sort of moved beyond it. Um, yeah, because they did some harder drugs. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Kumar lights the joint. Harold wants no part of it. Throws it out the window. Magically, turns around midair, very three D. Lights the tree on fire. Goes in another window that was pre open. <laughs> that was open for some reason. Yeah. No, it opens on its own. Oh, did it? I didn't it see that. Opens, yeah, magic. Oh that's like Christmas. That's scene. some literal Santa magic right there. That's um, right. And then they go the around and they just no, for having being such an adult does not know where his fire extinguisher is. Come on, Harold. No, and reacted like, very strangely, just sort of trying to like hit it with pillows and like. His only strategy yeah. was like the air. It is like, come on, fanning fires. Yeah, that's how you get? Couldn't it you like die. throw something Give on more it? More oxygen. Yeah, you, like you got to throw something it. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
for as 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 wise and successful both these guys are, high powered businessman and genius doctor, don't know how to put out a fire. Not a doctor. Well, potentially a doctor. <laughs> um, he does always. I feel like he he always uses his doctoring skills, his medical knowledge. Yeah. Like without any sort of. Um, license he just does doctor things (laughs) is it illegal to perform medicine without a license i guess but he doesn't charge for it he doesn't sound like he's pretending to be a doctor he's just giving out yeah but free medical stuff you'd say only if you come back and like your arm falls off or something um yeah harold is very upset blames kumar for ruining christmas but also Mm -hmm. needs a tree Kicks Kumar out of the house. Kumar goes well, with Adrian. Before Kumar arrives, Harold does a real like sly move uh, where the he, he, he what does he have to do? He oh, has yeah, to yeah. decorate, the, decorate tree, the tree. And he's and he's like uh, you know, in-laws, you guys go to midnight mass. I'll stay here and decorate the tree. Real sly move, you know. If you want to avoid time with the in-laws, well, also if yeah. you want to avoid going to church to celebrate the birth of Christ Jesus, <laughs> did that too. Midnight mass is no. I've never no done it. It seems to be a particularly out. sort of Catholic thing. Oh, it's a long one. Is it it's a like full Catholic service? Eastern. Yeah. So it goes like ninety minutes, two hours. <laughs> Uh, I think it goes a little bit long. It goes like ninety minutes because they do a little extra stuff, and it's, it's they give you some extra Catholic stuff. You don't want to go there. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> do you think that all Catholic masses are ninety minutes? Uh, yeah, They're usually like when I remember, you've only been to like weddings and stuff, though. No, I went to one in Florida one time. Well, they got lots of time in Florida. They're all old. <laughs> They want to I remember very pointedly in. I was not allowed to have communion and that communion mm-hmm. took a very long time. Uh, I was at a, a lot of people. A, we usually there it's an hour in and out. All the all the like churches we went to growing up. But uh, did I tell you that I recently became a godfather and really? uh, so I had to go to a catholic mass for the first time in many years and uh before the mass began the like priest said Hey, do you all want to bring up gifts? And I was like, these kids get gifts for their baptism? Heck yeah, I want to bring them up. That's awesome. And so halfway through, they tap me and the godmother on the shoulder, and they're like, come on back with the gifts. It was just the blood and body of the Christ. So I brought up this tiny little vial of the blood of Christ for them thinking, okay, wine time, let's do this. But I brought up the gifts. I gave them the wine, and they don't even pass out the wine anymore. So you're just there. You get some dry bread, and that's it. Like, I, anyway, Maria is a Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> um, they go to the one remaining Christmas tree store still open. It's run by Riza from the Wu Tang Clan. Kumar and Adrian buy yeah. it, even though Harold and his friend reserved it. That becomes a whole thing. Unexpectedly, Adrian crashes, setting the tree alight, destroying his car. Was it unexpected? <laughs> he he was he was talking to Kumar, saying, "Look at me. Why aren't you looking at me? You should be looking at me, and I should be looking at the road. But you're not looking at me." And then he crashes because he's looking at Kumar. Oh, I hate that character. But he but, still needs to get uh, to this Christmas party to deflower this virgin. They marry. Yeah, you. We we skipped over that, but yeah, he. That's his. <laughs> of a lot more movie. unsavory aspects of this picture. Andrea, uh, Andrea was in and out while I was watching it, but she like kind of chortled when he showed the uh, flip phone video that the girl had <laughs> sent him. There's a. <laughs> I feel like iPhones were a thing at this time, but yet no one in this movie seems to have one. Um, I think yeah. Apple was like, only good guys can get it. Yeah. (laughs) Only Tom Cruise can have an iPhone. Um, Harold says they'll drive him to the party 
as long as he can have the Fraser fur Christmas tree that's in the background of that flip phone video. Uh, they mm-hmm. all go to the party. They all arrive. Uh, Adrian is there to, to sleep with Mary, who seems perfectly normal, despite his fears. Um, mm-hmm. While that is occurring, Harold and Kumar play her little brother in beer pong for the tree. I couldn't necessarily understand the rules of this because it seemed like everyone was bouncing without in it getting slapped. The way there is the first uh, Kumar lights up a joint, gets the baby high. Baby ah, gets the giggles. The, the recurring joke Her of first, the, the baby ruining its brain by taking drugs. This is how we get Robert Downey Jr., I think. <laughs> he's got a documentary about his dad coming coming out, about his dad getting yeah. drugs when he's a kid. I saw, some, I saw something, yeah, that his dad <laughs> gave him weed as a kid. So, yeah. So, you know, get to the she'll probably end up being Iron they Man. Play, they, the Adrian goes up to sleep with Maria. Mary. Or Mary or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of and, uh, Virgin Mary references. The baby, the baby has a, a needs a diaper change, so Todd and the baby go around the apartment looking for a room to change the diaper in, but there's just too many children. Illegal things. Are these children, are these high schoolers, are these college kids? What are these? How old are these? The, the I mean, the kid they play beer pong in is like eleven, middle schooler. Yeah, um, so they are probably high schoolers. Uh, yeah. I guess maybe. But he walks into on two of them boning. He walks in on four of them doing cocaine, and, and one of them blows it. Yeah, sneezes it. Does a Woody Allen sneezes it on everybody. Face, baby does cocaine, <laughs> but so he's running around. Well, they beat the kid. They beat the kid in beer pong. Well, but instead of getting the they, tree, they, they get root. drugged eggnog. Yeah. Also, with the beer pong, all the cups were actually full of beer. Yes. Did you play with beer in the cups? Sometimes, but it is disgusting. Most of the time, we you use water. always played with beer in the cups. Well, it's because always. you were disgusting people. Yeah. Animals. <laughs> Barbarians. Andrea's, Andrea says Gen Z only uses water now. They should. It's much cleaner. But you can still drink. You can take shots. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, but I want it to be regulated. I want him to have that. No, it's like, fair. But And that's the benefit of, of using... Beer. And that's the benefit of putting beer in it. Is that you know they're drinking. and There are yeah. consequences for getting shots made on you. Is how do they? How do the Gen Z people play shame? I think they're all on, like, crazy uppers. That, you know, who knows? He glitched on me. I know. I just think all the Gen Zers are just on uppers. They don't drink anymore. <laughs> yep. I think you're probably right. Um, probably right. Adrian discovers the daughter, uh, the woman, Mary, is the daughter of a Russian mobster named Sergei Katsov. And that this is the they reason whole... why no one will sleep with her. And she's desperate to lose her virginity uh, because yeah, they're afraid of like... being murdered. <laughs> violent violent mafia boss yes uh adrian runs away she attempts to seduce harold Sergio katsov arrives as harold and kumar are in a compromising position without anything actually happening but he expects the worst bodyguards open fire pants down which is why it didn't seem that it got all the way but yeah you'd think harold would be better at protecting himself yeah he let it he let it get further than he should have he let it get further than he should have uh, I agree. Not to victim blame, but uh-huh. yeah. uh bags of cocaine exploding everywhere, people rushing out. Uh the daughter gets even higher, as does Todd. Um Harold and Kumar escape, but Katsov sends his bodyguards after them as he believes they were trying to rape his daughter. Did you know the actor who played Katsov? Was it a uh, Chris Maloney again? I thought it was Elias Codius. I know Chris Maloney was in. Uh... He's an SVU. Yeah, but I know he. Elias was, like, Codius, in, I think, was in another uh... procedural drama on network television. He's, he's uh... also he's also in Shutter Island, and the Thin Red Line. How about that? Okay. Uh, there were some. I, I I thought that all of the girls in this movie could have been played by that one ditzy one from Thirty Rock, the ditzy blonde from Thirty. Jenna Rock. Maloney, oh. Jane Krakowski. No, no, no! The, oh, like the, the receptionist one, yeah, yeah. No, that's who I thought <laughs> you're probably right. like the one that MPH is like abusive towards. I thought was her, but it also could have been uh, 
whatever that the the prostitute from shit that HBO show Succession. Never you seen know, it. Willa could have been Willa. I don't never know seen it. Was. Not for me. Okay. <laughs> the duo make it out of the building without the Christmas tree, but unfortunately, with loads drugs of drugs running in. through their system. <laughs> The drugs kick in, and they find themselves in the midst of a claymation movie that turns nightmarish as a giant demonic snowman chases them through Manhattan. Oh, man. <laughs> they take scary. refuge by a tree and run run into their old friends from... Didn't they go to Rutgers? Yeah. Rose, and they were Rosenberg the, and Goldstein. They were in the first one and the second one. The group have a meal together at a white castle that's still okay. open under your seat. And Rosenberg reveals he has converted to Christianity due to his marriage, and he's loving it. He no longer has the neuroses, no longer feels feels guilt about bad investments. But mm-hmm. but deep down, he still is going to get angry when Harold and Kumar leave without paying the check. Mm-hmm. Uh, they plan to steal a tree from a church after this. But end up somehow uh, a midnight mass, a midnight mass yeah. that Maria yeah. is planning on attending. Uh, end up participating in the Christmas spectacular featuring Neil Patrick Harris with. That's right. Who they thought died. He survived years ago. And we find out Neil Patrick Harris survived because Jesus Christ kicked him out of heaven because he was getting all the attention from all of Jesus Christ's female lady friends. Uh, and also that Neil Patrick Harris is not actually gay, but puts it on as a front as a means to sort of act as a stealth pervert. <laughs> I don't really understand what the plan is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's been a pervert in all the other movies. I think he just like, I don't know, I guess they had to continue with that. Between. I thought this the, was the weakest the, in pH out of any. Harold and they had part. to. I'll say that much. Yeah, it was like a eight minute like sing. It felt it felt a little meant like they're doing it just to do it. I didn't think it earned it. Yeah, like he signed on and they he had to be in. <laughs> but he reveals he's now telepathic. But that we also had. Um... And Wikipedia yeah, said that he, he gave them a, a Christmas tree, but I don't remember that. And he yeah, also gives them the waffle so. bot that he's abusive towards that Kumar. Yes. Loves. He did give him a Christmas tree, and you see them walking down the street with the Christmas tree when the Russians pick him up again. Yes. But They're about also, to die notice, where the Russians pick him up. What were you going to say? <laughs> did you notice who the director of uh, Neil Patrick Harris's thing was? It was the guy from Fleabag and yeah, Stranger, Stranger Things, things. whose name yeah. I don't know. Right, something. Yeah. Yeah, something. But I <laughs> so, his name something. He's got a name, that guy. Yeah. Um, and Jesus, did you recognize Jesus? Jesus was Jake Johnson of New Girl fame. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're about to die. The Russians are about to kill them. But they finally but... have that heart-to-heart about their friendship and how they should have been better to each other. And the Russians feel the same way. And they all have a nice moment. And Harold and Kumar think they're going to let him go. But nope. They're going to kill him. But Wafflebot. Yeah. Still got to kill him. Amer- yeah. Amazingly, yeah. comes back and rescues him. Wafflebot loves Kumar and will do anything to protect him. Uh-huh. Uh, in the middle of nowhere, desperate to get home, Harold fires a gun in the middle of air to draw people. But he saw it in a movie and thought it would work. Which that's <laughs> he hits Santa Claus in the head. Santa Claus drops to the ground. Kumar performs emergency sur- surgery in exchange for his life. Santa agrees to fly them back home in his sleigh. And reveals that he was the one who sent the package to reunite the friends. Harold arrives home to encounter Mr. Perez, who is angered when he discovers his tree is gone. Harold stands up to him, explaining that he may not be the perfect son-in-law, but he's the perfect guy for Maria. Mr. Perez said he always knew Harold was a nice guy, but he just wanted to make sure he had cojones before accepting him into his family. Harold and Kumar rekindle their friendship. Kumar and Vanessa rekindle their romance. Maria discovers she's pregnant on Christmas morning. Kumar goes to the Harold's Christmas party. Harold's smoking weed again. <laughs> Harold's back they share a joint again. on the front porch for the first time in years. Santa flies overhead smoking a bong. 
and wishes everyone yep. a Merry Christmas. Because Harold had stopped smoking weed because they had been trying to get pregnant. He read yes. that cannabis reduces and, your... And Kumar's to say blood. that to all Snoop Dogg's kids. Yep. And Kumar's kid. <laughs> well, this is a fictional child in a, in a fictional universe. <laughs> the baby also does ecstasy. So yes. we see them at the end where the baby is raving. <laughs> raving. Look at I'm like, surprised this the, baby isn't like drooling and burning. Got dead. the pacifier, pacifier, got the glow sticks, got everything. Well, anyway, that is the plot. We will take a brief break and return in a moment. Yep. So that is a very Harold Kumar 3D Christmas. Uh, was it better than you remembered? Worse than you remembered? Just I right. think it was. It was just right. It was. It went down smooth. Uh, you know, I I think that the sort of vignettes of like Sin City stuff and claymation were a little kind of like uh, different from previous movies, but they tried stuff. Uh huh. I think about you like know, 20 minutes into it when a lot of the roommate, I was like, is this the worst movie I've ever seen? <laughs> and, yeah. and then I think it got better from that point on. <laughs> yeah. Wait, with Amir or whatever his name yeah. is? Adrian? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah, he, he was the worst. He, yeah. Oh. No, I think it's actually pretty funny. I think it's actually better than I remembered. I sort of couldn't tell if I had seen it before, but as I was watching, I was like, yeah, I've seen this. Um, I think it had like good messages of like uh reminded me a bit of the night before. You ever seen that? No, I haven't seen that one. That's the Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's I like think this. better than this. Yeah, but it's like this uh, with the sort of drugs and the complications and the Christmas. I think so it had like themes of, you know, being true to yourself. Um, you know the importance of a Christmas tree importance of a christmas tree of like some terrible ethnic stereotypes realizing that you know friendships can wax and wane but the the strong ones always you know there's always love there and friendship there um waffles over pancakes um a great quote from wafflebot i think the quote of the movie they serve pancakes in hell yeah <laughs> So I think it was, you know, I think it was better than I expected. I do I think that John Cho is a good actor. Yeah. I, I also think, liked, you know, how they... I don't think Cal Penn is a good actor. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's my MDP trivia. Because he actually played Sulu. Uh -huh. And they put, said, oh, you look, guess you'll never work in the White, White House. House. Yeah. Who, who'd believe that? I did think there was a little bit of, like... uh. I didn't realize that Kumar is actually a homosexual. Yes. And he's like some homophobia stuff, some xenophobia stuff. <laughs> um, Apparently he came out later in life. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. But it not, you wouldn't expect it from some of the stuff he gets about in the, uh, the Harold Kumar movies. Some of it very homophobic. Well, uh, same with Neil Patrick Harris in the How I Met Your Mother and stuff. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, contemporary criticism. What do you think Roger Ebert gave this movie? When? Then? And when it then? came out, yeah. He's Roger Ebert's death. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you know, anything's possible. Ghost of Christmas Past. He could have been joining us right now. Uh, in fact, is that him on the call? Um, I would love he that. Said, no. <laughs> he probably maybe said when, it was the same. Maybe when it strikes midnight. Yeah. Uh, for Harold and Kumar fans, it's fun. It was a little bit uh, gimmicky 3D bullshit, but the story about friendship and Harold and Kumar characters that people love will enjoy it. He gave it two, two and a half and out of four. He looked two and a half. He called that. <laughs> yeah, he said, hell yeah. He said, it's not that I was particularly offended. It's that I didn't laugh very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Justin Chang of Variety. 
This vulgar romp is generally harmless, heartwarming affair, a cinematic Christmas cookie, almost sweet and flaky enough to cover the fact that it's laced with hash, cocaine, assorted bodily fluids, blood included. That's interesting. <laughs> Kirk Honeycutt of the Hollywood Reporter called it a mildly diverting naughty comedy lacking the pure comic nastiness of Bad Santa or the sheer audacity of Up in Smoke. Get off your high horse, Kirk Honeycutt wow. of the yeah. Hollywood Reporter. Uh, yeah. Very, very sparse Wikipedia page for this picture. Basically, half of it involves Cal Penn working at the White House and being asked if he's going to make a new Harold Kumar now that he's working at the White House and having to take time out from the White House to shoot it. And when he rejoined the White House, <laughs> it's like, I get it. Cal Penn works for Obama. Or did. Uh, sorry. Uh, hey, Mr. President, I have to take a little sabbatical to go. <laughs> Shoot a very Harold Kumar 3D Christmas. I think that just signifies that he was not necessarily an essential part of the cabinet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think he was like in like education or something. I think so. Then he went and did house. Remember. Sort of, right? After this, or was that before this? Yeah, he was like, peace out, White House. I'm, <laughs> I'm an actor. I don't have house. to do this shit. <laughs> yep. Uh, IMDb trivia. This was the first one. One of the lies Adrian tells Mary is that Kumar works at the White House. Wouldn't you know it? Cal Penn, who plays Kumar, had actually been working at the White House. It seems like everyone just can't get over the fact that a guy who worked for Obama was in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. Because he's just a stoner guy in this movie, you know? Uh -huh. I think everyone was like that at the time, too. <laughs> or definitely like that at the time. Uh, when Adrian is tying the Christmas tree to the roof, of the vehicle. He says, let's drop this tree off at Sulu's. Referring to Harold John Cho. John Cho played Sulu in the reboot of Star Trek. Um, I, I, <laughs> I thought this was my favorite trivia. Um, Todd Strauss-Scholson, the director, said shooting scenes with the Wafflebot was the most difficult and time-consuming. Yeah, because it... <laughs> yeah. I don't think the Wafflebot was real. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Do you, do you think they had to do that with how much of the waffle bot was CGI? I don't think a lot. Um, I think surely there are robots who can move about and stuff. I think it was dubbing. Um, yeah, there's the one shot where it sort of does the Iron Man inside of the helmet view of waffle bot looking at his enemy and his friend. That was probably yeah, the how most hard expensive. Can <laughs> probably not very. I don't you just know if like the most a camera important... with like a fish eye or something. I don't know what the most and expensive you... shot of the movie would have been, or how much it would have cost to do the waffle bot. Probably throwing the tree out the window in 3D. Or maybe when the joint comes back in, that might have been it actually. Yeah, because I didn't see any hand moving that other <laughs> opening that window. No. Um, Thomas Lennon and Amir Blumenfeld ad lib most of their lines. Ad lib most of their lines. So. Amir is just genuinely not very funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He had one quote for, uh, I'll save it, but it was the worst. Uh, Thomas Lynn, or sorry, the Wafflebot is based on a waffle-making robot character from an unreleased college comedy screenplay by John Horwitz and Hayden Schlossberg. How about that? Oh, oh boy. Um, Todd Strauss-Schulson, the director, cameos. Where do you think that was? One of the Russians? He has his throat slit by Katzov. Oh, yikes. Okay, yeah, I was close. Uh, you were close, but just off. Um, do you have any quotes for competing for best quotes? I think pancakes are served in hell is my favorite. Or they serve um, pancakes in hell. Very beginning uh, when, uh, what's his name? Uh, Harold's assistant brings in the TV for Harold's father-in-law. Hi. This... Hi. Does he really say hi? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This is a sharp 52-inch Quattron TV with state-of-the-art 3D technology that makes Avatar look avatarded. I didn't really get what that was supposed to mean, honestly. Like, is it... it like... It's supposed to make it look better, right? Because that's. I the thought it. Made, I thought ingredients. it was saying it made the technology that shot Avatar look bad. I guess. 
What does Avatar didn't mean? Is that good or is it bad? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's something we should be should be saying anymore. Avatar did? Um, no, I don't think we should. But then uh, the other quote that I wrote down, which is also terrible from Adrian, when he's in the car to deflower Mary, he says, Pussy's not like yogurt. It has an expiration date. And Kumar says, yogurt has an expiration date. But like, ugh. I hope he didn't ad-lib that. No, I he hope that was, yeah. oh, It was terrible. That guy's the worst. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he's been anything. I'm gonna look him up real quick. Uh, I mean, he was a thing when it came out. That's it was sort of like remember that guy. What is it, Dax Flame? No, you don't. He was in Project X, and uh, Twenty One Jump Street. No, remember Twenty One Jump Street? The high school kids, Channing Tatum's friends with. Yeah, uh, this one. There's like the one that's genuinely very weird. That's that's the guy who said, "Oh my god!" Apparently, oh, like this guy, Amir Blumenfeld wrote for ESPN the magazine. What do you think? I don't no. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, well. has not has not been in a movie since then. Thank thank the Lord. Um, yeah, that's probably for the best. Apparently, Jake and Amir is still happening though. I'm surprised. Oh, they do have they have a podcast. And a YouTube channel. Oh man, don't plug their stuff on ours. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say what the title is. Um, nope. Anything else? I'm sure that our loyal listeners won't go to Amir's. <laughs> Block the Jake and Amir yeah. bandwagon. There's no, um, no crossover. No, probably little. Um, any anything else? For uh, very very Harold and Kumar Christmas. I think this is one you've been circling for quite a while. I think you well, like nearly a yeah. year ago. I think my my prime Harold and Kumar is Guantanamo Bay. You know that's the best. Not one. Not the first and one. No, I especially liked it because we had a DVD with like a choose your own adventure aspect. So I got to find a DVD so that we can choose our own adventure, like Bandersnatch. And see what happens. I, I couldn't um, get over the sort of in, inciting incident of Guantanamo Bay where they're going to Amsterdam and yeah. Kumar is trying to smoke on a plane and comes up with this apparatus <laughs> that like removes the smoke and it looks like a bomb and the woman thinks he's uh, going to blow up the plane. Why couldn't he just have edibles or something like that? I don't know. You think that, someone I, I like <laughs> someone like Kumar he would have been able to make some weed weed brownies or, or peanut butter or something yeah <laughs> instead he creates this like giant bomb like device and and also well, and also you're gonna get to amsterdam you can have all you want yeah that's what harold said you couldn't wait until we get to amsterdam but <laughs> for the i i figured we would do a holiday movie and it was between this and eight crazy nights i'd only seen that once but i saw that in theaters when it came out I, feel I like... remember Eight Crazy Nights being uh, pretty raunchy for an animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe next year. <laughs> maybe. maybe. But also maybe. Ne- neither of us are adherents to the faith of Judaism. Um, yeah. I didn't so really maybe wanna... we would need to invite a guest on of the yeah, faith. Yeah, I didn't want to step on that, you know, with all the stuff going on. Um, What's going on? Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> oh, oh, Kanye. Kanye um, all that. I don't want to go there. Well, we're but, people of the book. Yeah. Of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you have any final thoughts before I get to my top five uh, TV of the year? I think that this was a surprisingly delightful picture. I think yeah. I think it it sort of straddles the line of of being too offensive at some points, but mm-hmm. it does more of towing that line than than crossing it. I think mostly, and and honestly, the most offensive parts of it are at the very beginning. So once you sort of get over that i think it becomes better as it continues and i do yeah. think john Cho is a genuinely very good actor so i, th- I think maybe, yeah maybe with a less talented herald it wouldn't work as well but no, i liked it he's... i liked it we can move on to your your top five television sir well <laughs> dick's picks tv we, corner dick's picks tv corner um i put a list together um 
for a group chat that's happening later this month. So I guess we'll have to hold this until, you know, Christmas Eve or something. Uh, but here's my top five, Carter. You can tell me if you've seen any of them. All right. Uh, number five, Severance. Not for me. Never seen it. Okay. Number four, The Bear. Nope. I heard it's good. Okay. Uh, number There's an episode where it's all in real time, right? Yeah. Yeah. The bear's good. It's got a, it gets a little while. It takes a little while to get into it. Cause it's like too stressful. You're like in the kitchen. They're always ringing the bell. Like make another one. Yes. Chef cornering chef, blah, blah, blah. But once you get like two or three episodes in, I think it's only eight episodes. You just crank through the final five Oof. and the I like that. Like, twist, twist at the end is pretty good. There's a twist uh, in a movie, about the show about a restaurant. Yeah. Is he dead? I mean, it's not a Jacob's Ladder scenario, but like <laughs> it's not it's, a Vietnam vet. It's imagining the no, <laughs> no. There's a there's something that you um on a first watch. Okay. But, so number three, Slow Horses. I watched the first episode of that. I liked it. Yeah, crank out Slow Horses. It made me. I read all the books, so now I know. Is this is this season two of Slow Horses that you're saying is one of the best? Season one. Season, season two one. just came out, so we're only two episodes in. But it's oh, the same. it's one of those. It's good. Okay. And uh, who's the main actor? The Jackson Jack Loden. Gary, Gary, no, Gary Oldman. He's oh, just well, he's cursing his way around. It's great. I thought Jack Loudon was the main character. No, Gary Oldman is. Oh, okay. What what when is Gary Oldman not the main character? Come on, he's and like everything he's in, he's like the lead supporting. He's like the best supporting in like everything. There are yeah, very few yeah. movies he is the lead in. He's the lead in like Dracula. He's the lead in like Darkest Hour. What about like Fifth Harry Element? Potter? He's the lead in that. He's the lead no, in he Harry isn't. Potter. Bruce Willis is. Nah, he's, he's not the lead in Harry Potter. He's not the lead in Batman. Yeah, fine. But you know he was the highest grossing actor of all time. Before Samuel L. Jackson came in. Yeah, they were they were passing it back and forth for a couple years, which like each new Harry Potter and each new Marvel, they would like take the ground for each other. (laughs) Wow. And now I think it's just Samuel L. Yeah, you can't beat he's in every Marvel. Uh (laughs) Slow Horses number three, industry number two. Never seen industry I've talked about. It's good. It's like uh Andrea. I finally Andrea brought it to me. She said that TikTok said it was like euphoria mixed with succession. And I think that's probably right. Is that you a know? good thing? There's a lot of Yeah, there's like <laughs> they're a little bit younger. There's a lot of backstabbing, a lot of drug use, a lot of uh, you know, puts and sells and shorts and whatever's. Um, but it's good. And then number one, you ready? Uh, I'm ready. The rehearsal. Never seen did it. Did you watch? Did you watch the rehearsal? I watched. I watched two TV shows this year. Miami Vice and no, Magnum PI. We I'm know. talking about TV shows that Nash. came out this year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One is Barry. Barry's great. Barry's on in my list, but not. I didn't top like one. this new season. I watched the whole thing while I was exercising. I didn't like this this season that came out this year. Do you think it's because he? he put himself in too much of a box for next season or something. No, I decided, I don't know. I did the whole streaming thing. It was like, eh, I don't care. Um, you didn't like the, you're a little, it was a little bit eh, and you wanted a little bit. Eh, yeah. You know, kind of thing. Yes. You wanted, you wanted, yeah. You wanted, I wanted a little more like, it was at a, you were, it was at a, yeah, and you wanted it. Yeah. But I you also wanted a bit more like, ah, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> and also Andor. <laughs> I'm three episodes in. I'm going to binge that. Um, this is soon. where it kicks I, off. I got, that's what that's what everyone's told me. And uh, I don't I'm like TV. I don't like Star Wars. Yeah. I loved yeah. Andor. <laughs> I thought it was the best. Okay. I was that's like, what Andor is my shit. Uh, I'll, ch- I'll check it out. Um, but the rehearsal is just like 
it's insanity. It's, it's is just it like funny? Around. It it's funny, but in like a awkward sort of like humanistic way of like. Oh, so it's very it's very there. delicate. There are people out there like this, I guess. It's sort of like it straddles like how can this be real? But it or is this real? Is this not real? It's got a it's it's good. And it's a mind. It's it's oh man. Nathan Fielder seems to be a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Nathan Very for weird. you. I thought that was funny. But you should, you should give a rehearsal shot. I don't know. I guess maybe I will. I just started yeah. uh the White Lotus. Oh, I watched the first good. episode of that. I thought it was good. The first season or second? The season? first, the first episode of the second. I've decided to skip the first season. Yeah, I'm you much, don't really. Need I'm it. much more interested in Italy than Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii and you're more interested me. in uh, like sex instead of money. <laughs> Is that the difference? <laughs> yeah, I think that's like what the like. Sex was definitely is. all over the first episode. Uh, yeah, the first season's it. all all about the relationship between money and those without money, and this one's about that sort of takes a backseat. This one's about sexual relationships and desire, infidelity, yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. murder. It's good. You'll like it. That was on my list, not in my top five though. Really? Get into TVs. Oh, you. You know what? You, you know what you got to see. What? The movie of the year, Tar. Have you seen oh, it? Really? Best movie I've seen in a long time. I saw Kate Blanchett on Hot Ones, and I was just like, I don't need to see this movie. Uh, it's it's amazing. It's did you see? Did you see ridiculous. After Yang? No. After Yang, I don't was like, very good. I don't like sci-fi. It wasn't really that sci-fi. Isn't it about like a robot boy? Not really. Okay, maybe I'll check it out. Robot boy dies, so it's like about what they got to do after the robot boy. But it's 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 part of the Colin Farrell, the year of Farrell with Banshees of Inisherin and the Northwater. Banshees of Inisherin was really good. It's on the HBO Max. I might see. I got to see that soon. It's good. It's on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, it must have just come out a couple weeks ago. Uh, not yep. what you expect it to be. It takes a. It becomes sort of something else as it goes on, and uh, he chops. He finishes off chopping his fingers, and he's going to go to more parts or something. No, it's once the finger chopping starts happening, it it feels very different and becomes right. more like mythic than like something that you could actually see really happening. Um, okay, but I liked it. I, right. I didn't. I didn't know that the finger chopping off was such a. <laughs> public thing that everyone knew about it even who hadn't seen the movie well that was like that's what he threatens in the trailers so uh, i but, guess he, but he does it. with it yeah and that's where you're like oh wow this is irishmen are committed at least at that time they... 1922 yeah. but anyway great performance by a miniature pony um sebastian harold... <laughs> no harold kumar christmas is your dick's pick for december 2022 i assume we will be back with more dick specs of the new year but yeah sorry wait. took a few months off i went to brazil then thanksgiving you know it happens november is a, a busy month for everyone mm -hmm. um well thank you for listening and we will be back maybe next month <laughs> hopefully next month maybe it'll be a carter's pick because you haven't had one in a while no, the last one we did was the Carter's pick. We just haven't had yeah, a, a few months. podcast I think in a get, while. We gotta have a quarterly Carter. Yeah, a Carter quarterly quarter Carter. is what we'll call it. Well, we all know that the, the movies I present are the ones that are authentically great cinema. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. We'll be back next month. So here it is. Merry Christmas having fun look to the future now the song